0: Hi, I'm Marilyn Dennis. This is Marilyn Dennis Does a Podcast. This episode, I'm going to be chatting with real estate expert and television personality, Scott McGilvery, and the chief financial commentator for CTV News, Patty Levitt reed Both of them are good friends of mine, regular guests too on the Marilyn Dennis Show. We're going to find out how they're doing during this time of social isolation and what advice they have for us when it comes to real estate, mortgage deferrals, debt payment all the things we're talking about, the sources of stress for many of us right now. So let's get this podcast started with Scott McGillivray. Hello, Scott.
1: Hi, Marilyn. I miss you. I miss you too. I miss you too.
0: How's Sabrina and the girls. How are you guys all doing at home? We're going crazy.
1: I'm going to go crazy. Uh, everything's great here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh
0: <laughs> honestly
1: like homeschooling is is way hard. I mean the schools are trying but they're literally just sending stuff. Sabrina's spending probably like 4 or 5 hours a day with the kids. Now she is a teacher which is a huge bonus, so uh, yeah. that's helpful but she's also trying to teach her class remotely. I think everyone's just trying to get used to this. Um, yeah. but there, you know, there's some silver lining for sure. I, I've start I pulled all the baseboards off downstairs. I always wanted to do that cause they weren't level. I've done some cocking and paint touch-ups, like whatever I have in my workshop, I'm using it and just fixing things around the house that I've been meaning to do since we finished building it three years ago. Yeah. And, uh, and other than that, like we're just all hanging out, lots of movie nights we had a fancy dinner last weekend.
0: I I, I saw that yeah. you all look so good. I I, I thought that the girls are growing up fast, but that that was a great shot of all of you. Was it fun?
1: Yeah. Well, it it was fun. it was my birthday, and normally you know we go out on 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 our birthdays, and I was like, all right, we'll just go out to the dining room, which we never use anyway. So it's basically like being at a different place. <laughs> <laughs> I said, every you know what, like two o'clock in the afternoon, I told everybody we're showering today. We are getting dressed as if we're going out. We're brushing our hair and our teeth. We're putting on pants. We're putting on pants and we are having a fancy dinner in the dining room. And it was fun. It was fun. I was the chef. I was the waiter and I was the uh, birthday boy. So we had a good time. Well,
0: happy, happy belated birthday, my friend. Uh, Honestly, I think, uh, you and I have known each other for a long time, and I, I, I want to wish you a happy birthday on national television, even though it's belated. And I also want to tell you this. I'm so happy for you that that house is done. I remember taking a tour of that house, and I thought yes. the, the girls the girls must be really using their classroom. Are they not? Oh,
1: like, honestly, if we were in the middle of building this house and this whole situation happened, it would oh. be the biggest nightmare ever ever. Mm -hmm. I was thinking, but I said to my wife, I'm like, thank goodness we're not in the middle of a renovation. I can't, you know, I feel for the people who are stuck in the middle of a reno. But yeah, I Mm -hmm. I mean, I I feel pretty fortunate that we put everything we wanted into this house and we've got lots to do here. Um, You know, it's not lost on me how difficult the situation must be if you're in a really small place or you've got nowhere to Mm -hmm. go. Um, we're, we've got a big backyard, we've been running around, you know, the kid, the basement, the girls are doing, everything is, like, virtual, they're doing their piano lessons on Zoom, they're doing their, they have a four-hour dance, they, they're competitive dance, they do four hours of Zoom dance instruction, wow. Mondays and Wednesdays, I, it's wild, like, they're in the basement really kicking it, and I've had to order a few extra things online, <laughs> basically, I've set up an entire gym in the basement for the girls with mats and all that so they can do their acro but you know we're adapting i think just like everyone else
0: we have lots to celebrate besides your birthday and the fact that you guys are all doing well how about this new show this new show
1: oh my goodness we're watching
0: more television this new show
1: Mm.
0: (laughs) scott's vacation house rules
1: You got it. You got it. And, uh, we're, you know, we're still in post. Thank goodness we're in post-production on there. So I'm doing, you know, my voiceovers from home. We're just trying to finish the final edits. The first uh, eight or nine episodes are ready to go, which is great because we launch uh, on Sunday nights. So we'll be running this brand-new series. And it's actually a bit of a blessing in disguise that I've been able to re-record some of the voiceover stuff because the show ironically is appropriate for the situation that we're in, in terms of these are vacations where you can drive to take a holiday. um, You can stay, you know, you rent somebody's cabin or cottage and it's just you and your family there for a week or two. So you're not really seeing anyone else. So I some of the language in the actual show so that, you know, we talk about, for those of you who are looking for some social distancing from the city and Um, And these rentals that we do are good for the homeowners who need the extra income and for people who want to get away. So
0: what do you think about uh, it's going to be a great show? I know that. How do you feel? And I think about yourself uh, in the biz, how this pandemic is going to affect real estate on the whole.
1: You know it's it's still early days. I think anyone who tells you exactly what's going to happen is full of it because it's this is all new territory. We've never seen anything quite like it. Uh, what we do know is that interest rates is the first thing that takes a big dive whenever there's um, you know pressure on the economy. I've been teaching this for years to people. I said when times are good, you know, you're making money on equity when times are bad, which is what I would consider this is a difficult time. You need to learn how to mm-hmm. save money on the financing side. And this is a good time to start looking at your debt, looking at your mortgages, seeing when things are up for renewal, doing some calculations as to what it would take to maybe break a mortgage or or get into a product that has better interest rates. If you're in a variable rate mortgage right now, you're going to have some massive savings there's even room possibly for interest rates to come down further, which would be really interesting. Um, you know, this It's not good for the overall economy, but for those who are trying to service debt, whether it's your mortgage on your primary residence or whether you have investment properties, this is an opportunity to consolidate a few things and start saving money on the interest rate.
0: Now, a question for you, too. We got some viewer questions, but uh, I'm sure people have reached out to you personally and said, uh, had maybe one thematic question, and that is, uh, what? What would that be? Because I know a friend of mine said, "Our house is up for sale." Ask him about should we keep the house up for sale or not. And I mean, it's it's who knows, right? I would keep the house up for sale. What does Scott McGilvery say?
1: Well, I mean, I, I have a, a network of trusted realtors across North America, and we've been in conversations. They've been giving me updates. I'm, I'm in calls with them almost every day, at least one of them. Obviously, um, listings are down, so inventory has been reduced. Showings have been reduced significantly. But interestingly enough, uh, product is still moving. Offers are coming in. Properties are selling. People are doing virtual tours um, or in some way shape or form, they're arranging to see properties while maintaining social distancing. Myself personally, I'm doing a lot of research online, I'm watching to see what's happening, but there's very, few, there's very few properties coming up for sale, so it might not actually be a bad time to have a listing up. And if you do a really good job of having the virtual content required, uh, you may find a buyer who's willing to put in an offer without even coming to see the property.
0: Amazing. Jen asked us on Facebook. Mm -hmm. This is a question for you, Scott. We were planning to rent us so we could sell and move next year. We're going to upgrade the kitchen and living room by painting the cabinets, uh, removing old carpeting and installing new flooring in the living room. Should we still try to do these upgrades before we sell or is it better to sell as is and then take a hit on the price?
1: That's a great question. You know, value-added renovations are always—you know—they're always accentuated when a market's going up. So you get the the value-added renovation and market appreciation. Both of those things can make you some pretty good money. But in a market that right now I would say is pretty flat for now, could even be reducing in the next few months. Um, it's probably not worth doing any major upgrades because your ROI, your return on investment, isn't going to be there. So keep it simple. You know, we've been we've actually been getting a ton of requests about you know what people should be doing it's not an ideal time to be doing a major renovation having contractors come through your house you can't even go to a big box store right now because they're doing curbside pickup mm. only so it's it's not a great time to try to coordinate a major renovation if you have things at home where you can have some stuff delivered like this is a great time to be painting and to be decluttering yeah. And to be reorganizing, like, this is a gift for those who need to do some some small changes.
0: It's really officially spring cleaning, that's for sure. Okay, thank you so much, Scott. I appreciate your time. Back to the family and back to social distancing. Now we're going to talk with Patty Leverett reed She is the chief financial commentator for CTV News. She knows it all, don't you, Patty?
2: Uh, no, but I'll try. I'll try. Hi, Mayor. Good to oh, see you. Yeah.
0: It's so good to see you. First of all, how are you doing? Yeah.
2: You know what? I'm doing okay. Uh, I, w- I will be honest. It's a privilege to be busy. Uh, I think I'm reading more. I'm researching more. I got to tell you, Mayor, I might have a new show for myself. I have become a cook. And anyone who knows me knows that I don't cook. And even when I try to
0: cook, my family asks me not to cook. So I have been nailing it just for the record. Patty, you and know, I have been friends for a long time. So I'm mm-hmm. going to ask you right now, how's the economy? The economy worries me so much.
2: You know, the economy is not great, and I don't expect it to be great for a few quarters. We heard from uh, the Bank of Canada governor recently, and, and you know, he is not even using the word recession or depression because what we're going through, we've never seen anything like it. It's not like all of a sudden things started to pull back. People stopped spending and the economy started a downturn. We have a health crisis that morphed into an economic crisis that then turned into, on a personal level, a personal crisis. And so what they've done is they've just literally shut down the economy. And so it's about the government stepping in, and the Bank of Canada stepping in and they're doing what they can to sort of prop things up until we can get through the health crisis. So the numbers are scary. I mean, they're really scary. For <laughs> yes. March, GDP growth is like, what, 9% to the downside. They say in the second quarter we could see a pullback 15 to 30%, but we got to look beyond the numbers.
0: We also have had the numbers on people losing their jobs, which is a very scary right. place to be. Uh, which was so unexpected because, I mean, it happened on a dime, you know, so quickly. Right, right. So I, uh, what do you want us to do as they're listening to you and watching you and hearing you uh, on the many media platforms that mm-hmm. you're on? What do you want us to do first and foremost? Because we're all in the same boat. Really, we are.
2: We are. And so I, I'm hoping that people don't immediately panic. Uh, and I know that's silly to say because there's a high level of anxiety of not being able to make a payment on your bills by month end. I mean, there have been numerous reports over the past years that people are living within $200 of being able to make those payments. And that's when they had a job. And so to literally wake up and be told, sorry, this business is shutting down and you have to go home. There's an immediate panic around the financial element. Uh, We certainly saw people going to their banks and getting a mortgage deferral. Uh, They sat down and they looked at everything that they may have had a contractual obligation for and said, how am I going to make this payment? Um, They may be cutting things out. They may be renegotiating. Mayor, you know, I don't I think you've met our son, David. He actually renegotiated his auto insurance. And he said, I'm not driving, 62 bucks. Mm. And he said, mom always says to, to us, if you saw a dollar on the ground, would you pick it up? Darn right. So $62 may not sound like a lot of money, but it's looking at every single line on your budget.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And also you and I've talked about this before on the show. It's about looking at this found money. This is going back and saying, now that I'm at home um, mm-hmm. and some things have changed, Some in some for some people dramatically Take a look at all of those things, like the auto, auto insurance, any provider that you have, um, and and mm-hmm. just getting a good look at your financial report. Yeah.
2: You know, I do think it's time to sit down and look at where you are spending money, where you aren't spending money anymore. Um, think about years ago when you and I had a conversation about shopping in your own closet. Uh, we're seeing mm-hmm. it with retailers right now, even those who are online. Uh, they are struggling because people just aren't necessarily going out in what they traditionally would this time of year. Uh, We certainly Mm -hmm. see it like right across the spectrum. I have had an opportunity to talk to uh, restaurant owners that now have grab-and-go, and and I think, oh, so is that helping you get through? And they go, not really. Our revenues are 5 to 10% on a good day, what they typically were. And so a lot of our behaviors of the past – are likely gonna change going forward. Um, there's going to be a very new environment out there, and it's gonna be the savvy yes. person that looks at where they are today because a crisis can really build character, and different things are gonna come out of this.
0: Yes, you're gonna either rise to the occasion, or you're not gonna do anything at all. And being, you had said to me before too, if you stay quiet on things, that's not going to be of assistance to yourself. Yeah. You have to be a little yeah. bit more aggressive, even if you're not that way. You have to really look at numbers and how you feel and package them together because this is all very different right now.
2: You know, there's something out there called the Stockdale Paradox that I often refer back to myself, and I'll paraphrase mm-hmm. it, but it's looking at the brutal facts but never losing hope or optimism that you'll get through it. And so it could be very difficult. And in all likelihood, there are people listening and watching us that are going to say, this is a really difficult situation. I don't know how I'm going to get out of it. But the point is you need to reach out and a savvy person will get some help. They will talk to their lender. They will talk to anyone that they owe a payment to. And if they don't know how to do that, they will go in, talk to their financial advisor at a bank. Uh, They may be able to speak to someone who can help them navigate their way through the government programs to make sure that if they are eligible, that they are getting everything that they need. You don't have to sit in silence through this. I think you're absolutely right. I think far too many people think there's shame associated with it and there absolutely Mm -hmm.
0: isn't. We had this discussion in 2008 with the, with the, uh, real estate crash and and all that was happening in 2008 yeah. and it was like oh this is the end and whatever it, it wasn't it things turned around it took time and there was a different way of looking at it that's for sure um mm-hmm. here's what you have yeah. to know about debt debt management you say uh, you don't want us to resort to high cost of payday loans or high interest credit cards you want us to do the following things pay the minimum for now on outstanding debt
2: Right. And so what I mean by that is a minimum payment. Don't be panicked into saying, I've got to get rid of this debt. If you have a home equity line of credit, that would be my first choice over a payment deferral because you're just paying the interest on it. A payment deferral, Mm -hmm. you're still going to pay interest down the road. And it's not a payment holiday. It's a deferral. Um, I also Mm -hmm. think that you're don't go out and hoard right now. Uh, People were stockpiling who didn't have the money To pay for it. And they actually said, I went further into debt buying things that I think I might need. Well, we can calm down because we know the grocery stores are staying open. They are well stocked. We have a new version of a frontline worker that's there for us. So don't spend Mm. that sort of money. So it it is about sort of, you know, even to the extent, the number one question, Marilyn, I'm getting is, should I refinance? Should I go to a variable Mm -hmm. versus a fixed income? And you know what? It's a simple math calculation. Um, At least for now, it is.
0: Yeah. Pay the most expensive debt first.
2: Yeah, that's the one with the highest rate. That's not necessarily the one with the biggest balance. But at the end of this, you know, Marilyn, here's my fear. There are so many people out there that have great credit ratings. Sure, they have debt, but they have been making their payments and they have had a good standing their whole life. And they could come out of this with all of a sudden something they've worked hard for their whole life destroyed. It doesn't have to be that way. This is where you can reach out to a credit counselor to say, okay, Mm -hmm. help me stop the interest clock. Help me figure out what to pay. We'll get some priorities in place because at the end of this, you still want to have a credit rating because who knows what you may want to do
0: down the road. Well, you covered the other points, but here's the one that I really like that you mentioned too. Acknowledge that you may be over your head. Acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: acknowledge it and own it, and it's okay. Because there are a lot of people right now. Uh, The government has stepped in and said, you know, for those who have been earning little income, they're now going to qualify for the Canada Emergency Benefit Relief. There were a whole group, about a third of Canadians out there who were unemployed, that were falling through the cracks and not getting the support from the government. If they didn't reach out and say, hey, what about me? I deserve a break too. I just may not have made as much as other people. Maybe their voices wouldn't have been heard. And so
0: I do mm-hmm. think communication is absolutely key right now. So you have to find that inner voice if you don't have it. There's introverts and extroverts. How are you managing with uh, with things at home? Oh, my goodness. Okay.
2: So I, I, in the interest of disclosure, we have an extrovert yes. living with an introvert. Um, yes. I can tell you that my my husband's last words to me every single day almost. Um, it isn't, good night, Patty. I love you. because Of course, that would be very nice. Uh, They are typically, okay, Patty, time to stop talking now. I'm not joking. Because I have to talk. And you know what? If I didn't have you right now, I would be talking to him. (laughs) Apparently, I do talk nonstop. Like, nonstop.
0: No, but the the thing is, is what you do. I mean, you are very socialized. You like socialization, that's for sure. So So there's so much to to talk about. Chatty Patty. Because I, Chatty Patty, you know, I will also say that with money money is out and and it's also very emotional and you'll see on the news feeds on ctv news uh you'll see on twitter all these things changing so often that of course you have to talk to somebody about that you know you have to you have to (laughs) vent and you have to share
2: yeah because you know here's my outlet it has been instagram because i have picked up followers People that want to talk about money, that want tips or just want to exchange. And it's been kind of fun, but I also take it very seriously. And it is at at patty underscore love it read. I honestly try to answer every question I can't, I get. And if I don't know the answer, because who knows all the answers, I try to redirect them to the resource
0: that can help them. So yeah, that's what we're trying to do, Marilyn.
2: And will you talk to me in the future?
0: What about that, that daily financial tip, strategies, and facts that you have, Patty? Tell me about that.
2: That's right. Well, what I do every day is I talk about the top three business stories, what's sort of driving the markets, what may change in terms of government benefits, uh, who might be entitled. But I try to broaden it out. I know there are a lot of individuals, but there are also a lot of small businesses. And the nice thing about the job that I'm in, I get a ton of information. And I think for others where I highlight, you're not alone in this. This is the percentage of people that are struggling financially And here are a few tips to get by. Um, I do think safety in numbers sometimes.
0: Patty, how did you get to be so smart with finances and math? (laughs) Uh,
2: Well, it certainly isn't because I went on to a post-secondary education. I think if I could, if I dropped math in grade nine, you know what, when it comes to money, you, you don't need to be a financial expert. You just need to have some common sense associated with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, way back when, and it's probably for another discussion, but I found myself as a single mom and I didn't know how to negotiate a mortgage or how to balance a checkbook. And I took it day by day by day. And you know what, you build Love up that. that knowledge over time.
0: And you, and you know, you build up that kind of a confidence and, uh, if you don't try yeah. uh, you, you don't accomplish it uh reset button the first thing you're going to do uh, when uh, you give a free pass that you can go out in the public again i think i know what the answer is but what are you going to do patty Ray?
2: okay but first first i want to say because we go to the same hairdresser i'm getting my appointment booked before you but second okay. my daughter is four months pregnant and oh. i haven't seen her she says she's going to have a toddler in fact i think i disclosed it on social media sometime. she goes mom I haven't told the world. Oh, well, I just did. But in any event, yeah. So I do need to see
0: her. Uh, thanks to look forward to. Patty, thank you for weighing in with us. Thank and you. I know we're going to check in with you again. Uh, I love that you're messaging hope, okay? Hope, it's going to be a, 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 an adventure, but it's good. We're, we're filled with hope. Thank you, Patty Levitt-Reed.
1: Marilyn Dennis does a podcast. New episodes every week. You can download or subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.